quite hard to stay at the top or or anywhere like good because there's a lot of people that want to be a professional gamer. Yeah, just pretty much just homed in on that and we just we just had a big talk all the time. Like we'd always have like an hour talk in the morning about what we want to achieve and like how we're going to approach the day. This is The Upper Hand, a podcast series by IMC. I'm Tim Polashek, and in this podcast, I invite masters of different games to see what steps you need to take to master your favorite game. From poker to Valorant and crypto to ultra running, you'll find out how you can use theory and practice to become the best. The opening, a good shutdown from Alpha, and Enzo slow bikes down. Maybe the bikes down. In this episode, we're going to take a look at Valorant. Valorant is a first-person shooter game that launched in 2020. It takes inspiration from games like Counter-Strike, but has added new elements to make it even more strategic. It soon became really popular, and so in 2021, the Valorant Champions Tour was launched. This is a year-long competition where the best Valorant teams battle each other for that number one spot. To learn how to get to the top of the Valorant charts, I talked to Connor Blomfield, better known as Sliggy in the Valorant community. Back in 2020, Sliggy immediately saw Valorant's potential and decided to create a team. They put in a lot of hours and were unbeatable for the first few months. Now, he's a Valorant streamer for Team Liquid and watches and analyzes the best players. He can tell me everything there is to know about Valorant. I meet him at the headquarters of Team Liquid in Utrecht. We're joined here today by Sliggy, aka Connor Blomfield. Hi Connor, it's great to have you here. And you've become, uh, well, a little bit famous in a 5x5 shooter game that we're going to be talking about today, Valorant. Yeah, so... Um yeah, basically just a relatively new game. Been out for for years, um, and then yeah, kind of made myself a little bit of a name for in like previous games. But this is where I've kind of actually found like my calling, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Because you actually won a bunch of tournaments back in 2020 as well, and have been working now more recently as a streamer. Now, what does uh, Valorant really give? What sets itself apart from other shooter games? Um, so it kind of combines a lot of them and, and puts them together. I would say the, the main thing that's very different about it is it's a lot more reactive. There's a lot more skills and abilities that you can use. Um, so like Counter-Strike was the kind of main one before. You had like set smoke, set flashes. But this one, there's definitely a lot more stuff. There's like big walls you can do. They add agents in, so it's like constantly changing. So you constantly have to be just thinking about like how you're going to approach the game, how, uh, and just like tactical death is crazy, really. Is that one of the things that really drew you into the game? Yeah, I think so. There's, there's just a lot of, um, there's a lot of different ways to approach it. And some, some could be right and you could think some could be wrong, but sometimes the wrong can be right as well. So a lot of stuff uh, in this game works. So it's like, yeah, it's really nice to just see a lot of people's approaches and just have a bit of freedom to just um, play around with the game and, uh, and yeah, do what you want, really. Cool. When did you get into it? So um, basically during COVID, I was indoors. I used to be doing observing, which is essentially like in-game directing, where you're just f doing all the cameras um, in-game for like esports, and you're kind of in control of what everyone sees at home itself. Um, I was getting a little bit tired of it. I felt like I had done everything I wanted to do. Um, and then the game came out during COVID, so we were locked inside at the moment, and it was just perfect in terms of a new game. I was like, I'll try it out. It, just, it was like a fresh beta, and it was probably... 
probably the best beta I've ever played. Like the game felt like ready to launch. It, it was really good. It had so many like new agents and just everything that you wanted felt good. Like the movement, the hit reg and just, just the actual playability was just really good. So yeah, I was like, okay, this is, I'm just going to commit from this, like from day one. So it was love at first sight. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So I was playing with a lot of mates as well. And yeah, the feedback was just really good and everyone has, was kind of having a good time. You didn't only play for fun at home, right? You wanted to build up a team. Uh, how did you get that idea? Um, so again, I, I started my old job. I've always kind of been in esports itself. So I was always used to watch a lot of pro, pro games and stuff like that. Um, I had a bit of a dabble of playing myself and I used to kind of dabble in coaching as well. In which games was it? Uh, Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike, yes. Yeah. So it's a very similar, basically 5v5 shooter very similar thing, but uh, different style in terms of like the abilities and stuff. Um, so yeah, I just got a lot of people that tried to make it in that game and, and hopefully learned all of the hard mistakes of just like work ethic and everything it takes to be a professional. Um, and yeah, from day one, just got them all together and we just treated it like really seriously. Um, yeah, really paid off. Yeah, so really first mover advantage as well. Yeah, massively. You mentioned that hard working ethic as well. How did you get that team together? How did you build that um, attitude within the team? Um, it was basically just something that we had talked about before anyway. I, I pretty much every single person had made a mistake in, in Counter-Strike previously where um, they either got to an okay level and then kind of faded off a little bit. Maybe they didn't work hard enough. Maybe they thought they had made it. Um, and then it's quite hard it's quite hard to stay at the top or, or anywhere like good because there's a lot of people that want to mm. be a professional gamer. Um, so yeah, just pretty much just homed in on that. And we'd just, we'd had a big talk all the time. Like we'd always have like an hour talk in the morning about what we want to achieve and like how we're going to approach the day. Um, and yeah, just kind of just treated it proper, really like a full time, maybe a bit over a full time in terms of hours we're putting in job. Yeah. How many hours uh, do you think you were putting into it? For for the first three months, um, I it was crazy. I, I probably the most I've ever put in. I was probably doing like fourteen to sixteen hour days. Like I, I was just like really nonstop. Like I really wanted it. I really wanted it. Like mm -hmm. I've always been someone that's put a lot of work and stuff. But this was like I felt like this was going to be really big. So yeah, it was it was all I did for for at least the first three months, and then maybe I slowed down to more like twelve hour days after that. And so is that, uh, it sounds like that leadership in the team is really important to get people together and to give them that hardworking attitude as well. Were there other skills that were really important in the team to have to get you being the best? For sure. So in terms of what I brung, I, I was like a lot of like the tactical stuff. I, I felt like I had because I watched a lot. So I kind of knew a good amount in terms of tactical depth. Um, and then the other players were just pure grind in the game they're just like mechanically gifted good communication is very important in this it's all about like split second decision making um so we kind of got a lot of set protocols down in terms of what to do in certain situations certain scenarios um and who's in charge and kind of just looking down at the maps and just talking about uh like what's what's good about this what's what's not good and the main thing for sure is when new games come out they're never really balanced. It's too hard for for like um, game developers to get it balanced. So we like made a big point of just trying to work out what is broken, like what is going to get changed eventually, and what can we just abuse for a bit. So that was like a big tactic of ours of just like this feels way too strong. Let's just use this all the time. Yeah. So identifying 
gaps there in the game as well as being really good at split second decision making and communication were there any times where it where it went wrong and you learned from it um we got pretty lucky we got pretty lucky at the beginning we we actually we had a few close calls but every kind of lesson we learned was like a free one where we would end up just winning the game itself so we could kind of um we'd record the game go back and you have like a vod review with everyone we're just watching it and talking over stuff so we were relatively lucky that we we just hit the ground running sounds good yeah it's nice it's a nice feeling yeah So you mentioned that looking at previous games you'd played or the opponent's uh, games that they've been playing is, is a really good way of getting better. What would be your advice to people getting into the game uh, to improve quickly? Um, so I think most people think that you just play, 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 play and just spam hours in the game itself. I definitely think um, you're going to benefit early on from just watching other people, like take that extra game away that you would play extra on at the end and just spend that hour or whatever just watching someone else play i also think the similar thing of watching your own gameplay um watching like you're you're in your mind you'll feel like you you don't do too much stuff that is maybe a little bit uh, dodgy or, or wrong but you'll watch it back and you'll be surprised at just how many mistakes you make um whether it's even just like crosshair placement like your crosshair might not be at like the right head level or something like that when you're turning a corner um and, and there's just always stuff that you can improve on now within the gameplay obviously there's lots you can do to improve but outside of gameplay how do you keep yourself fit and mentally well when you're playing such intense periods as well yeah i think it's good to find whatever helps you relax Sometimes you'll, you'll spam games and, and you, like you'll see you're not at your best in, in terms of like your concentration. So I'm, I'm a big believer in going to the gym and doing exercise. I think more than it helps you physically, it helps you mentally. Um, yeah, take, a, take yourself away from the game definitely helps a lot of times. Yeah, so keeping yourself physically fit as well as mentally fit. For exactly the game. that. Yeah, look after the brain. Give us a bit more insight about how you work together as a team as well. What strategies are there in, in working together? Sure. So the way that we kind of did it, we were, we were a bit unique. We um, so normally have an, uh, an IGL, like an in-game leader. Um, we were training someone up to be, hadn't, didn't really have much experience. So it was a lot of like me and him working together. So it would be, say a set day is we meet at like 10. We play till like six. Um, so at 10 o'clock, we would have like an hour of strat time. We would go through everything that we had prepped the night before. Then we would practice scrims. So we play against other people. So like 5v5s again, just learn stuff and like VOD review from them as well. Just like be like, oh, we should have done this differently, etc. And then after the scrims are done at six, um, me and the IGL then would just work through loads of stuff. Just go on a go on a server, uh, whether it's like throwing this one ability that we want to just land in this perfect spot. So you're like finding a lineup for a long time, or whether it was like more macro in terms of this is how we need to approach this map. Like this this bit of map control is really important. We need to make sure we go and take this on defense. And on, the game was so new, it was like let's try loads of stuff out. Yeah, so figuring out those niches was was really important, working together and putting time in. And you you pick your character before playing as well, and there's that you pick a different one every time, is that right? Yeah, so all the agents have different abilities, um, and then all of them are, are kind of into set categories, um, whether it's like smokers or like flashers, essentially, they're called initiators. Um, so the, each has their own role, 
and then obviously you have five so you can pick however many you want um so we were trying out some crazy stuff with that as well we were like do we need a smoker and so we tried that turns out you do you definitely you definitely need a smoker we won't be trying that one again but it also helped improve our communication so we got some like benefit from it um so yeah we were just trying like loads of different stuff out like that um and again just like what agents are really strong like there's an agent that, that uh at the beginning had like a two grenades um it had like a little a little boom bot which is like a, a kind of a thing that would check corners like kind of rolled, rolled across on the floor um and so you can see around the corner yeah basically yeah. you could go check if people around corner and and that was like incredible especially if you had like a lineup it would just bounce off all the corners and you could check everything so we were like well, damn this is like really strong so yeah we were just uh just trying to trying all the different abilities and that's the best thing about this game is it's like a lot of them combo really well so when they add a new agent in you then got to think does this agent work well with this agent does this agent work well with this agent like what what is the stuff we can do um and yeah just just how how should we approach it and they did pretty good with the maps as well because that changes obviously there's seven maps mm -hmm. so it changes up um each map being different changes up how your play style is and, and what might be a priority so like if it's a bigger map with uh, smaller choke points maybe you want to use two smokers so yeah there's a lot of a lot of trial and error really from early on just a lot of more thought than people would think it can get put into it and are you coaching the people in the team to be multidisciplinary across different agents and, and strategies or that really was specializing? yeah so that was my way of approaching it so actually i thought um I thought bands were going to come in. So I was looking at League of Legends. So obviously Riot made a game called League of Legends and they made this one as well. And I, I just based it off what they had done in that game. A lot of different agents as well. Um, but they had a ban phase. And I was like, damn, if they have a ban phase and they're taking out people, like you can't be a one trick in this game. You have to be able to play multiple roles, multiple different agents and just be super flexible, especially for their long term. Like I wanna, people that I'm coaching and like I liked all the guys, they're all like mates of mine that I've known for a, for a good amount of time in terms of the UK scene. So I was like, I wanna set them off the best as well. So yeah, we played loads of different agents. Everyone was just playing crazy amounts of stuff. There was a little bit of arguments with it, but I'm just like, trust me, you'll, you'll thank me in the future. Like this is, this is gonna be good. And like, I know you don't, you feel comfortable or you feel uncomfortable on this, but like this is, it's good to go out of your comfort and, and kind of get used to that stuff. Yeah, it sounds like you're already pushing each other really to, to get to being the best as well. Yeah, we, we said, a, I, I felt like um, very early on, we had a good environment where everyone could be um, pretty critical and like openly critical and, and everyone was very good at taking feedback, which is really important and, and it's pretty hard to find um, in a lot of these games. You touched on uh, another skill that adaptability uh, aspect as well it's a game that changes quite often right is that uh how does that work yeah so it kind of changes there's multiple things where so basically it changes between the people that you're playing against first of all so there's uh like they can pick different agents they can they can have five agents that you've never played against or, or like as a combo so you have to kind of think of what they're gonna do um also the game itself decides well not decides the the uh, developers want to keep it fresh all the time so every three months they're adding in a new map um then another three months go by they'll add in a new agent and then they just repeat that every three months so it's just constant evolution and constant just um uh, you could, you don't know what's coming next. You, you don't know if your agent's gonna um, get changed, and maybe they they nerf your abilities and you can't play that agent anymore, or they they put someone brand new in. So it's, you want to have a 
a wide range of, of, of skills, I guess. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really good for gameplay. Maybe really frustrating when you're just getting to the top as well. Yeah, it's it's for a player. And, and like I, I definitely, uh, I used to play more than I do now just because I was trying to get to grips with the game. So much fun, like so much fun. It's great. It's the best way to approach a game. But when you're in head, like when you're in charge of doing all the strats and stuff like that, and you you feel like you've you've got it down loads, and then uh, yeah, then they, they switch everything up. It can be a little bit frustrating, but it's also I, again I come from Counter Strike. It's very stale. They don't change too much. It would just be like the only thing that would change would be like someone discovers a new smoke. They're like, oh, this smoke in this area is a little bit better, right? This the smoke moves just two two or five pixels to the right it's like really precise stuff um so you're like okay well it's it's kind of nice to have the complete opposite where it's manic and everything's changing so what's your favorite strategy there's uh see i like <laughs> i always had to ha- i always had a solution for for one and like it became a bit of a meme at least within my uh team where Again, the shotguns are just so strong and no one would use them. And I would always have, I would always have every single map, every single round, I would always have some kind of solution. It would always come down to this shotgun and just be like, if you can get someone in this situation, or you use, you use this ability to get here and then you have a shotgun, I'm telling you, like it will, it will spiral out of control. So we used to do these rounds because um, of economy, you can't always have the best guns. So we used to do these rounds where we would have like four pistols, but one person would have the shotgun. Um, and then you'd try and get a kill with that and you would just snowball. That was always my, that was always my go-to. It became a bit of a thing. They would say, you're just going to say, buy a shotgun to fix this. And I'm like, well, you could do it this way. So yeah, that became my, that became my thing for sure. Then is that still a niche or has that changed since? It became way more popular and it's, it's still one of those things where it's like people are starting to use it a lot more. Um, and I still think to this day, it can still get a little bit, uh, used more. It kind of, so we had a when I was in Liquid itself, we had a new player come in, um, and he was very open to trying loads of stuff that I wanted to do. Um, and I sat him down and I like, gave him like the pure technique of this gun. So it is a shotgun, but you, if you if you use it right, it can kind of shoot okay, like mid range. Um, so I got him to get really like the technique down, and I just went to him. I was like, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that they have to nerf this gun they're gonna have to decrease it they're gonna have to make sure that it's worse and so we went to this event and we just abused this gun and literally like about a month later they decided to change it so that was kind of nice because i was just like i I felt like obviously some other teams were using it but that was like my goal to make sure that it it got nerfed a little bit so yeah really cool so you're identifying the things that are driving this game forward as well Let's see if you can coach me uh, to be any good at this game. I think we have a chance to to give it a go in a second. Okay, that sounds good. Much PC experience or? Yeah, some time okay. ago. Okay, that's all right. How, how long is some time ago? Ooh, maybe 10 years. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> no, it should be okay. Right, let's get going. Okay. Before Sliggy shows me how to play Valorant, let's first take a look at some victory theory for Valorant. One of the most important things to keep in mind is that Valorant is constantly changing. This is due to the regular updates that the game goes through and it can become quite the roller coaster. In 2022, the game developers rolled out several major changes that influenced the agents, the maps, the weapons and the way the game is played. There is a clear reason that the game developers keep updating the game. They want to maintain gameplay integrity and they want to make sure that all aspects of the game are fair. In the past, there have been instances where an agent was too strong and was overpowering all of the other agents. 
they then are able to repair this with a new update. When you want to become really good at Valorant, you need to prepare yourself for these updates. Make sure that you are a flexible player and can play with all kinds of agents and all kinds of maps. You never know when they might change your favorite agent and so you have to be ready to change your tactic at any given moment. When a new update is available, you can read up on the changes on the Valorant website and watch videos from Valorant creators. That way you can get a feel for what changed and adjust your strategy accordingly. But some things never change. You most certainly need to be a good shot. That's why Sliggy takes me to the Team Liquid game room so he can teach me how to use the weapons in Valorant. So these are all the agents at the moment. So you go ahead, get the mouse and choose whoever, whoever you like the look of. Right, so I get to pick someone now. You can pick anyone you want, yeah. I'm going to go for this guy with the orange hat, Brimstone. Yeah, that's a good one, nice smoker. Okay, nice. So, yeah, click that. So then left hand on the keyboard. Yeah. Yeah, and then pretty much just move forwards. Right, so I'm in the game. You're in the game now. Here. Yeah, moving forwards. This is nice. This is just you getting used to the kind of movement. Yeah. Um, do you want to change the sensitivity? Does it feel good on the mouse? Like move, move around the mouse. Does it feel too high, too low? No, this feels good. Feels good? Okay, yeah. so go back over towards here. We'll try and get you shooting something. Okay. So, so I'm walking through a sort of abandoned warehouse now. Yeah, pretty much the abandoned warehouse. And then, so click on, what well, I say click on, try and shoot that. Yeah. And then these are some bots for you to just try and aim at. And then you're pretty much obviously aiming for the head if you can. Yeah. Um, and then just trying to trying to practice the swing in between them of your aim. So just just the mouse only. Yeah. And then just try and try and just aim, yep just just go just, for one at a just, time. Yeah. Just one at a time. Just flicking through. Just hitting the heads. All right. Luckily they're not shooting back at me or moving. <laughs> yeah. So there's no stress here. This is why we got you on the easy stuff. This is how you start off. So this is like one of the best ways to kind of just improve your aim and your muscle memory just in the actual uh, mouse itself, mouse hand. So it should be going for the head. Yeah, so looking looking pretty good. Okay, so press B. B? Yeah, we're going to get you a better gun. So go for this guy. So these are all the guns in the games, multiple yep. different ones. We'll so go... Uh, Sidearms, SMGs, side rifles. Arms. This is this is the shotgun that I love. The judge. Oh, that's the one, the judge. <laughs> it's a good yeah. name. It's a great name for it. Um, but yeah, try the Vandal for a bit. Vandal, one of the rifles. Okay, yes. cool. Um, and then, yep. And then this should, so this is one head, one shot headshot. So this is when you can kind of just- So one shot in the head and they are obliterated. Yeah. So when's the game up? Okay, so it's 12 rounds, it's mm -hmm. each half and it's first to 13. So whoever gets to 13 rounds, that's, that's when you're done. Okay. So it's all about getting the 13 rounds. Do you want to try something? Okay, let's uh, let's put. Are you ready to put your skills to the test? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go for it. Okay, so I think you've trained me. Yeah, I think I think we're here. When you click, when you press start here, yeah, one is going to appear, and you have to flick to it, and then another one's going to appear. Then there's thirty altogether, and it's how many you can kill out of the thirty. Okay. Okay, so one person's going to appear in in between these lines here. Okay. Okay. And they're going to be shooting back at me. They're not going to be shooting back at you. Oh right. It's, okay. It's, so it's, we're it's good. It's a pure. It's a pure aim thing. All right. Let's go for you it. Ready? Coached by Sliggy. Right, here we go. One. So there is a time limit on them. You don't, I mean, if you want to throw in the movement, then I respect <laughs> it. <laughs> if you're feeling up to those levels, then that's great. So I could throw you off here as well. If you want to right click yeah. as well, it will like zoom in slightly and you'll be a little bit more precise. Ah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if that's your thing. Might be your thing, it's looking like you're doing all right with it. 
I think the weapon's pretty good as well, isn't it? Weapon, yeah. So this is what most people are trying to are trying to get. That's like this is what we call like a full buy when like your whole team has just all of these rifles. It's like a full buy. Obviously, the pistols are pretty good as well. Um, I'll show you the shotgun at the end, and you'll see why I just think it's unreal. But um, this is like the main thing that everyone's trying to get to in terms of this. So you got eight left. That's pretty good. Some of them getting away. Yeah, exactly. But it's all about like this is just always good training for just your just your aim itself and just mm -hmm. like muscle memory of being able to flick and just kill them faster. So you got 24 out of 30. That's that's pretty decent. That's I'm, honestly I'm I'm pretty impressed with that. Great stuff. Thanks for coaching me through the beginning of uh, Valorant. Don't worry, you're a future pro in the making. <laughs> <laughs> According to Sliggy, it's important to put in the hours playing but you should also spend time developing your strategy and learning from watching other people play. Don't just stay cooped in your room 24-7, but spend time keeping yourself healthy and fresh by, for example, exercising. That way you can stay focused and get to the top of the Valorant Championships. In the next episode of The Upper Hand, I'm talking to Roy Godshawk. He is a professional poker player that has won over 30,000 euros in tournaments he will teach me how to win big prizes in poker.